Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. The U.S. wages war against the Mosquito, one pile of used tires at a time. This week on Parts Per Billion, the government's all-hands-on-deck response to the Zika virus outbreak. Hello and welcome to Parts Per Billion, the environmental policy podcast from Bloomberg DNA. I'm your host, David Schultz. On each episode of Parts Per Billion, we feature interesting discussions about what's happening in Congress, in the courts, and in federal agencies. This week, we're talking about the federal response to Zika, the mosquito-borne virus that has already infected around 2,000 people in the U.S. alone. The CDC is leading the charge, as you would expect, but they're not acting alone. There's a lot going on in other agencies that you initially wouldn't think would have a role to play in a public health crisis like this. Agencies that normally specialize in housing, education, even environmental issues. For example, the EPA. Marty Monell is the EPA's top point person on Zika. She's also the deputy director of the agency's pesticide office. The EPA is playing a big role in responding to Zika because one of its main duties is to regulate insecticides. But Monell says her agency is going beyond bug-killing chemicals to find out how to get rid of mosquitoes at the source. For example, the EPA is looking into ways to get rid of used tires. When they sit around after they've been thrown away, the tires get filled with stagnant water, and mosquitoes, of course, love nothing more than hidden puddles. We sat down with Monell at the EPA's headquarters in Arlington, Virginia, to hear about what the Division of Labor is like between all the federal agencies working on Zika. CDC has the lead in this uh, federal effort to address the Zika problem, and um, EPA supports CDC in its vector control activities. So we work hand in glove uh, on those particular efforts. And vector control, that's, that's dealing with the mosquito. Correct, correct. So, uh, in essence, I guess the, the CDC is, is uh, trying to combat the virus, and EPA is, uh, I guess, combating the uh, bug itself. Not, it's not exactly that cut and dry. The, the CDC is responsible for vector control. We provide CDC with tools and alternatives to help them in their job of vector control. EPA's specialty is in regulating chemicals, and pesticides in particular, and you guys have a lot of experience in doing that. But from, from what I understand, you're also, in this instance, uh, in combating Zika, going beyond that. For example, you mentioned that you're looking into tire shredding. Can you talk about a little bit some of the ways that you're uh, helping out in the Zika effort that go beyond just regulating insecticides? A very large component of the pesticide regulatory program now is to promote integrated pest management. We're spending a lot of time right now on schools, integrated pest management in schools, but overall we promote integrated pest management as the appropriate way to address um, pesticide use. 
And so um, when you talk about screens or you talk about tire shredding, those are components of a program that sort of try to uh, prevent and reduce the source of the problem, and that's mosquitoes. I see. So it's not just about uh, killing mosquitoes after they're already there. It's about preventing them from getting there Correct. in the first place. Correct. Correct. And uh, so you mentioned uh, installing screens. You mentioned uh, tire shredding. Are, are there any other components of integrated pest management that go beyond the chemicals to, to really get at the, the vector problem? Those are the two ma major components. I mean, obviously, EPA um, is not, uh, cannot assume the responsibility for installing screens um, or responsibility for shredding tires. But what we do is identify them as sources that of the mosquito problem that could be reduced. And so we have been working with CDC and Department of, of uh, Housing and Urban Affairs and um, Department of Education to encourage them to work with the Puerto Rican government right now on getting screens in schools, public housing. Yes, that's right. The Department of Education is getting involved. Monell says the administration brought them into the fold after it realized that the island has a much higher teen pregnancy rate than the rest of the U.S. The feeling was that the majority or a large portion of the population in Puerto Rico that was becoming pregnant were school-aged uh, young women, high-school-aged young women. And so to have send them into schools where there are no screens, obviously you want to address that as a uh, source problem also. So my understanding is that the Puerto Rican Department of Education is working with the U.S. Department of Education to be allowed to use funds, existing funds, to um, do the screening efforts. This is something that you guys face in a lot of uh, areas, but in Zika it seems really acute, is balancing the need to have a really aggressive response to mosquitoes while not going too aggressive because there are, you know, these are sort of very powerful chemicals that we're talking about that can have some, some downsides. Specifically for Zika, what are some of the things that you're doing to strike that balance between really uh, using uh, chemicals aggressively but not too aggressively? Well, um, we are, with CDC, working to um, educate people about the need to apply insect repellents. Um, and, and we feel very comfortable that insect repellents are safe for pregnant women and for even nursing women um, because of the conservative nature of, uh, of our evaluations. For insect repellents, they have to provide us with efficacy data, in other words, to prove to us that, that they work as they are uh, intended and as they are labeled. So if they say they were effective for up to four hours, they have to give us data that shows they're effective up to four hours. For Zika, we actually worked very closely with some of the insect repellent companies to enable them to put label language that specified that they were effective against mosquitoes that were known to carry the Zika virus. So that, I mean, that, that obviously gave them a market advantage, but it also, more importantly from our perspective, tells the consumer that, hey, this, this is effective if you use it according to the label. And that's our mantra, is that you, you use it as the label, no more, no less. Right now, the outbreak is hitting Puerto Rico harder than anywhere else in the U.S. The EPA has a relatively small presence there, but Monell says since the outbreak began, it's been steadily ramping up. Region 2, our Region 2 uh, EPA office, has a, a Caribbean uh, subcomponent, which is comprised of the 
um, the Virgin Island territories that are ours, and Puerto Rico. And um, they actually have an office in San Juan. They're staffed in a way that um, predominantly historically has addressed water issues because that's been the major environmental issue in, and waste issues in, in uh, Puerto Rico. Um, they, uh, they have readjusted their focus, clearly, um, to, uh, to be much more responsive, able to be more responsive and to work with the local CDC uh, down there. We in the uh, in Office of Pesticide Programs um, have detailed two people, one person to Puerto Rico for six months and one to the Virgin Islands. They just, they just started this week, as a matter of fact, um, to help out with communication and outreach to make sure that um, there, there is effective and appropriate communication about the pesticides that are being proposed to be used down there. Um, and to also make sure that workers are uh, properly protected and that applicators of these, um, of the more toxic substances, the, what we call res restricted use chemicals, are properly trained. I see. So you are shifting some staff and some resources down there, but it also sounds like it's more of a shift in focus and the people who are already there are kind of shifting what they're doing. Correct, correct. All of this, of course, requires money. The administration asked Congress for a $1.9 billion emergency funding package for Zika response. Congress is still debating that request, and it's very unclear as of now if the president will get anywhere near that amount. I asked Monell if her agency has enough resources to do what it feels it needs to do. What we are doing right now is rededicating resources, re redirecting them. Uh, uh, clearly, the, this is a public health situation, so it, 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 it gets elevated to a, uh, a status that we will not ignore. It doesn't take a place in the line, uh, if you will. Even though we have other statutory mandates, we have been able to redirect resources to, to address um, requests from CDC primarily on, uh, on information about existing pesticides, requests for emergency exemptions of um, pesticides that to be used in a, in a way that um, that will be helpful down in Puerto Rico. So that's where if there's a pesticide that uh, is not registered for a particular use that they are someone would be able to use it uh, on an emergency basis. Correct. Is there any action that you'd like to take that you feel like you're you know, are unable to do or you're unable to do as effectively as you'd like given the lack of resources? Uh, not at this point. We're, we're still in the, uh, we have adequate resources to address our support roles for CDC and HHS uh, generally. Um, and, and, but I suppose what we're also doing is doing a little um, investigation, if you will, fact-finding. For instance, you mentioned the tire piles. So we're aware that Puerto Rico has tire piles and that government is, um, it has focused resources to provide shredders to, to deal with them. We, as a result of that information, we are doing sort of a uh, information gathering in the United States about, you know, what's the extent of the tire pile, pile problem here and, you know, what could possibly be done to address it. That's right. I mean, Puerto Rico is not the only place that has tire piles. That, that's for sure. Deputy Director of the EPA's Pesticide Office, Marty Monell. For more of our reporting on the response to the Zika virus, visit our website at bna.com. You can find the latest news on Zika and other international issues at Bloomberg BNA's Daily Environment Report, a source for comprehensive coverage of the day's top environmental news. 
Start a free trial daily environment report by visiting bna.com slash daily podcast. That's bna.com slash daily hyphen podcast. Parts Per Billion was produced by myself with help from Jessica Coombs and Rachel Daigle. The theme music for Parts Per Billion is A Message by Jazar. It was used under a Creative Commons attribution share-alike license. More information can be found at betterwithmusic.com. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.